Thursday morning broadcast, JM and the AM, an opportunity for us on this Thursday morning to speak with the Chief Executive Officer of OL Children's Home and Family Services, our good friend David Mandel. Uh, we felt we should uh, wrap up the 5781 year with greetings from David and a, um, and a statement or analysis or discussion about just how crazy this year 5781 has been and how organizations like his are at the forefront, literally on the front lines of helping people in our community. David Mandel, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you and all your listeners and your family doing? All your family and your listeners doing? Baruch Hashem, we're fine over here. I hope all the listeners are fine. I know that people are in, a, are in very challenging situations this morning. And David, you've seen, we've all seen challenging situations close up front and personal over the last year and a half. But I can only imagine what your staff and volunteers have gone through over the last 12 months during the year 5781 to try to help people and families in unique situations and challenges. Is there a way to sum up the way this past year has been? I'm smiling thinking how you just introduced me that David Mandel will wrap up and summarize what this crazy year has been like. And you'd like me to do that in about three minutes, of course. (laughs) If possible. (laughs) Okay, so maybe for the beginning of the new year, the introduction can be, David, maybe you can summarize how wonderful the coming year will be, God willing, in three minutes. Now, I was just on the phone with a a woman. I'm trying to help her through a difficult situation moments before I called you. And she said, my life is one long, constant state of anxiety. Those are her words. And I don't know that many people may have said that a year ago, but how many more people are saying that this year? And hopefully that can change. So one of the things that I like to say to people during the most difficult moments is take a moment and tell me something good that happened to you this past year. Give me a silver lining in your life that happened in COVID. Because there are always good things that happen, even in the most difficult moments. One example might be what happened last night. There were so many people that were flooded Unfortunately, some people lost their lives in New York and New Jersey and around the country. And people lost their possessions. One of my colleagues was saying to me this morning how she took a family in last night in New Jersey, and they're devastated, and they are losing their possessions in the flood. Thankfully, the family is safe, and everyone is safe and good. So... You know, in the darkest moments, you have to find the silver mo- the silver linings. Nachum. The person you were on the the person you were on the phone with was she able to find something good? So I asked her. You know, in the conversation, listen. In these moments, when someone is telling you what's going on in their life, you don't you don't um, try to turn the life around. Uh, you're not doing therapy. Uh, you're taking a moment to help them breathe. Right literally to help them breathe. And so my style is to keep a person on the phone, engage them in a conversation, and they do say, they do say 
something positive that's going on, even if it takes a little plotting. What did you do yesterday? What are you doing today? You see? There you go. That's something good. David Mandel's with us, CEO at OHEL. Uh, is, is this episode of Hurricane Ida and the way it affected New York and New Jersey something that would uh, trigger calls to your trauma unit? Do you expect today to be a busier day than yesterday at OHEL? Dr. Norman Blumenthal, OHEL's director, the Zachary Chair in Trauma, is putting out guidelines for individuals that will cover several points. How to speak to your children during these difficult moments, especially for individuals that experience Hurricane Sandy in New York, New Jersey, on the East Coast. This can bring back memories, people who've lost their houses, people who lost their cars, people who lost their possessions who were flooded out, people who had to move. That was in October, Nachum, you remember. Yeah. On a Sunday night, Monday, and people moved into different families. And uh, my wife, Susan, and I had some families living by us temporarily. So those people especially experienced. And you have to overlay this, what's going on right now, of course, with COVID and the variants. And I try not to even, you know, mention, target the names, but... People are wondering, are they going back to shul? Are they davening in a tent? All the vaccinations. So my comment to people is, whatever you do, make a decision. Keep in mind that whatever you're discussing, your children are hearing, you're saying, they're going to experience their anxiety or not. (laughs) You know, they may not care at all. Children happen to be very resilient. They move on, and they just can't get into these conversations. They need to get back to their normal life at school. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned about kids and uh, the 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 my my son's school is closed today because of all the flooding in the building, and the videos, of course, of the gym being completely flooded are going out. All you know today today every, every obviously everyone around the world sees everything in a moment's notice. And I wonder that even kids who are in families where they were unaffected by the events of the last 24 hours, when they see their school like that, that might give them anxiety, might make them sad, because that's a place that, you know, is a safe place and a wonderful place for them every single day. So no matter what, you never know what's going to trigger some anxious behavior among youngsters. As much as kids may comment about, you know, not on being in school and you know, all the right. difficulties in school. <laughs> right. Those are all <laughs> normal comments that kids say during their childhood and adolescence. Yeah. They don't want to be home on Zoom. They want to be in school. Yeah. And they, they want to be with their friends, and they want to have a structure. Kids need and like structure. Yeah, even though they complain about it, and I would bet that the building is a really important place for them. No, no doubt about it. Uh, David Mendel with us live via telephone, I, and I saw overnight, because I, I was already sleeping last night, but I saw my family was going through a whole situation where they were trying to save one of our cars, <laughs> which was being submerged, and, and and the discussion was, is it Sandy-like? Like like in New York and New Jersey, that's the standard, David. Is it as bad as Sandy in terms of where the car 
is standing. It just shows you just how much of an effect it had. That episode from back in 2012 had on all of us in this area and obviously in our community at large because a lot of people in our community uh, at that time uh, were affected. Dave Mendel is with us. All right, so um, going now back to the general discussion, and I know it's impossible to sum up 5781, but one of the things we can say about your organization, and we speak about OHEL on a regular basis here, one of the things we can say is that um, there are situations and challenges that you probably never imagined that became real situations in 5781. Um, family situations that would never have gotten as bad, unfortunately, as they became because of the COVID situation, um, uh, stress and, uh, and, and, um, other psychological type problems that people suffered that likely would not have happened if not for the pandemic or wouldn't have been as acute if not for the pandemic. So that whole concept alone must've made five, seven, eight, one, a much greater challenge for you and your staff. Well, the best example of that, Nachum, is the one word that we've used constantly, anxiety. Right. You know, people talk about trauma, and of course people experience trauma, and if you lose your house, and uh, you lose your possessions, and you lose your job, certainly those are traumatic events in life. Possibly the single biggest change that we've experienced in OHEL um, is in relation to anxiety in the following way. In the hundreds of calls that we get every single week, every single week in the hundreds of calls, new calls, new individuals, new families, on average, one of three calls previously or related to anxiety right. at any age, right. at any age, whether it's young children, adolescents, adults, the elderly, anxiety. In the year 5781, in the past year, that changed from one out of three to two out of every three calls <sighs> across all ages. So if you generalize that across all ages, across all families, across all communities, New York, New Jersey, up and down, and anywhere around the country, schools, that is a very dramatic change. Yeah. So the message to families is anxiety can be very short-lasting, like many other ailments in life like a cold, like a flu. It comes, you deal with it, and it goes. But it could also leave an impact. You know, COVID has taught us so many things. People, thankfully, never had it. People had it. People recuperated, recovered. Some, unfortunately, many died, and many have lingering effects. Not to make the analogy to anxiety, but it is important for parents and families to understand what their children experience, what they themselves experience, and if they feel lingering effects, take care of it. Maybe it'll go away on its own, but for many, they need some assistance. That maybe is the singular message from 5781. 
to check yourself, look within yourself, and where you need, get assistance. Movell is certainly an organization that specializes in this work and that helps many thousands of people. No question about that, that we know, and uh, they've been doing this for over 50 years and doing it very well. And if you insist, Mr. David Mandel, before we wish you a happy, healthy, sweet new year, if you insist on talking about something positive and good, I do have reports from up in the Catskill region that Camp Cayley, which is, of course, an OHEL project, had a banner season. Hard to believe any camp could have a banner season during this year with everything you have to worry about health-wise and protocol-wise. But mazal tov to you and the entire staff. It sounds like it was a wonderful summer. Baruch Hashem, countless times we were full, not a single open bed throughout the summer. Ellie Brazil, the wonderful, amazing director of Kim Cayley and David Shafid, the assistant director, and all of the staff, Alan Rosenthal, the head counselor, and Tova Polikov, the head counselor. Not from the letters we received were just remarkable from all the parents. We had a special occasion on Cayley Day to present to Gloria Cayley a book of letters from parents. We had, thankfully, a wonderful, successful safe summer, thank God. We opened registration last Thursday, and in the last week, close to 300 people registering boys and girls for next summer, God willing, in a short while. I don't want to say anything ahead of ourselves. It was a banner year, thank God, and we're looking forward to a very special 5782 2022, God's I told you, folks, told you we'd come up with a good piece of amazing news to share with you this morning, and that is a good piece of amazing news. David Mandel, CEO at OHEL Children's Home and Family Service. I take this opportunity, David, to wish you a happy, healthy, and sweet new year to you, the staff, the volunteers, everybody who's on the front lines to help our community really worldwide in your capacity, but especially here in the New York, New Jersey area uh, all through the year. And yes, let us hope it's a safe, peaceful and 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 uh, less stressful 5782 welcome to you and your family and to your listening audience a wonderful stay happy healthy sweet new year and david you there did we just lose david oh yeah yeah all right, I I'll have to assume that he was going to end with a with a nice blessing for her. Uh, for a wonderful five, he's already into the nice blessing for five seven eight two, but I would imagine he was just going to add to that and wish us well, and we wish him well and the entire OHEL organization well. A Thursday morning broadcast with plenty more coming up here at JM in the AM.